Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September fifteenth. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing swell. You know, I'm back. Uh, back home. Back from the great, great white north, Minnesota. You know. How was it? You have a great event, successful yeah, event. Did it, it come off? Wonderful. It was splendid. Not a hitch. Yeah, Better than no the hitches. Bears we finish. Ended. You know, We're, Bears game. We saw some lightning in the area when we were doing our shootout, and uh, you know, I saw some lightning in the distance. I, I I ended it with a chip off instead of finishing out the last two teams in the shootout. You just didn't wait for the weather horn to go off. You made an executive decision, like slugger Very white PGA or something. Very PGA Tour esque, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. A preemptive sh- a chip off. Wow! How about that? All right. Yeah, I mean, I guess you don't want to risk it, right? You don't want to be mid mid playoff and the horn does blow. So you you were you raced to get it done. All right. I like that. I like that. Uh, the tour probably just wasn't want to, done. A... I didn't want to walk away. I was right by the clubhouse. Didn't want to walk away again, too. So that was the other half of it. Walk thirty six. Right. I, was, I was done walking. Maybe there's an asterisk then on whoever won that. Maybe, I don't know. That competition wasn't done in the, uh, it's like a, a net tour championship. Wasn't one, done in the one of the guys in the, the finals, one of the guys in the finals had two syllable name. Okay. First and last. Actually, right. two guys, two guys had two syllable names. Well, we love it. We love syllable efficiency here. That's a favorite of ours. Um, all right, well, that's good. I'm glad to hear it. I, I'm sorry about the Bears. We'll continue on. We'll, we'll do our oh, NFL preview I mean, show was, here once. Or, I mean, it's maybe whatever. Maybe Friday. Who knows? we got to check with maybe availability Friday. with our star guest. Hey, this episode is brought to you by BixbyCoffee.com. They are the official coffee of the Shotgun Start. They're so official that we have our own freaking blend, the Shotgun Start blend. We have the Westy Island blend. Hey, next week, we are going to the Ryder Cup. We're taking this... You know, little traveling idiot podcast on the road. Uh, you know, we, hey, that's another thing. We're doing our season preview show. I don't know, season. That's that's very that strong today? term for it. No, very strong term for it. We do some over unders. The seasons. We aren't doing over unders today, are we? Can we do no, those tomorrow? No, We've got no. Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday. We got to wait for eighteen holes to be played. You know, before <laughs> we start digesting. You know what's going to happen. But I think this year we should also talk about all the events we're going to go to that we will never go to. Like, we got to mark them off. We're going to Sanderson. You know, I'm not going I'd to love- Sanderson. I'm not going to the place that, that memorializes, you know, eating peacocks. I think that should be part of our preview show. Where we're going to go this year. I want to go to that senior European tour event in the Seychelles. Maybe we'll get on the road for that. Anyways... I digress. We will be on the road, actually, next week at Ryder Cup. Our our method of transportation may also be our lodging. I'll just put it that way. 
Uh, I think, I don't know, we might be going in an RV. It might be the actual Bixby bus. Instead of the Bixby house, we're going to call it the Bixby bus. Um, I'm, I'm nervous about this. I don't know if we'll get out of, you know, the Chicagoland area without, you know, taking down tree limbs. Or uh, We're both very, you know, limited in our capabilities to be... I do anything more than the basic day-to-day tasks to get through life. We're not handy. I, I, you know, you text me today, like, can you drive the RV? Which apparently this is the way this is going next week. And I said, no, <laughs> but I'll try. I don't think I've ever driven anything. I've driven a U-Haul, but not the big boy U-Haul. I don't know. We'll see. I guess this is where it's going. But anyway, that me. Shit. Can we get somebody? In the Chicagoland area, you know, we'll tell stories off the record, and you just drive us up to Wisconsin. We're going to park it there all week. Then we got to drive it back Tuesday or Monday. Figure out a way to get back up there Monday and drive this rig back. Uh, We'd appreciate it. Maybe we should have a contest for people to pay them. Uh, If you want to drive, we'll tell stories the whole way up. I might have tickets on Sunday for somebody if they came up so but they i don't know no that probably That's wouldn't work too complicated yeah. yeah yeah anyways subscribe to bixbycoffee.com they will be supporting the bixby bus next next week uh proceeds from the shotgun start blend the westy island blend you know with full disclosure we get a cut of that it keeps That's it allows us pay, to rent it's a gonna freaking pay for rv the bixby bus if you drink coffee we thought it'd be a good a consumable good that you can get while also supporting the podcast as opposed to just, I don't know, subscribing via Patreon, things like that. So support us, support the coffee uh, with BixbyCoffee.com, Shotgun Start Blend, Westy Island Blend. All right, here we go. Should we shout about award season? Do you want to shout and holler about the FedEx Cup Award Player of the Year? I mean, the rookie I, of it the seems year like you're fired up. Member? You, you're fired up. I think... I'm kind of fired up because of all the controversy. I mean, it's very clear. There's a very clear line in the sand. The guy was number one in the world rankings at the end of the year, and he won. Patrick Cantlay, number one one in the FedEx You're not reeling in all these suckers on Twitter that get worked (laughs) up and tell you he's actually fourth, or whatever it is. Um, It's still going on. It's still going on. They're still worked up about it. Um, look, it's dying out, but there's still tweets every day. I used to get annoyed by this debate. Like I was like, oh, who cares? Why are we talking about this? You have convinced me, and the process of shock spotlight research has convinced me over the past year plus that, you know, like, is it the biggest deal? No. Is it like taking a major away from somebody? No. But, like, it's not hard to just do it right on the front end, and it could matter for contextualizing someone's career down the line. I had Will Bardwell. We were having a a civil back and forth on Twitter. Nothing, you know, heated. And he was like, you know, no one cares about... What are you looking at? Is there a bird flying around? Spiders? Moths? What are you looking at? You're just staring around at the ceiling. I'm seeing ghosts. I'm seeing, like, Sam Darnold in here. Uh, I'm so worried about the spiders. We were gone for two weeks. I came back. It was like a spider lair. You're down in the dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a civil back and forth with Will Bardwell. And uh, 
You know, he's like, no one knows how many player of the years Jack Nicholas won. And yeah, that's a very extreme example, I would say. John Rahm, Patrick Cantlay, like, they might be a woozy level or a Sandy Lyle level or, I don't know, a Ben Crenshaw level where, like, player of the year can kind of matter for how we contextualize seasons and careers overall. And uh, we're just not doing it right on the front end. We're saying he had four wins. He did not have four wins. He had three. In fact, he had two. I mean, I guess he had three. The one guy, the one win. Well, you can't say that. Like, that'd be like saying, hey, you know, the Cavs didn't win uh, NBA Finals because Draymond got ejected and suspended. Do you want to play that game? Do you do you want to oh, do you want bullshit. to go down Don't this road? Well, we didn't have We're, Kyrie and Kevin well, Love the first well, year. This is I'm not. Just, this won't just, fall in I'm their just, favor. I'm just. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Oh my like, god! The simple fact is that that uh, that Cantley won that tournament. I like, think it's a little easier to say you have six shots leads with 18 holes to play and the number one player of the world. I, I don't know. I, I think that's. A I, little I agree that he probably was going to win. Just like the Warriors were going to win until Draymond punched LeBron in the nuts. That's not true. I don't know that Draymond would have met. I don't know. That, that's an all-time. What are you talking the, about? They drugged watching him. Watching the sweets. The series the was over. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know that Kyrie. That's and, like well, saying that's LeBron wouldn't, wouldn't have won Litigate. the one in, in, in Miami if, if Ray Allen hadn't hit a last-second shot, a lucky last-second shot. This is the game. You can't play this game. You're saying game. if Draymond played, it was over? Yeah, it was That's over. such a simple. It was, o- it was already over. The, the no series order. was over. That's not true. That's not true. Uh, so anyway. This is my right, point. Cantlay this is, is credited my point. with four you wins. You can't say had, the same thing about Rob. Fine. Like, he had two and a half. I'll give him a half. How about that? Two and a half wins. All right. LeBron has three and a half. Meanwhile, uh, you know, Rob beat him in Atlanta, which he's being credited with the win. Here's what I have to say. This is very clear. The courier service has their thumb on the scale. This might as well be presented at TPC Inatech on the steps of those office buildings that line the fairways at this point. They have corrupted and co-opted this award. To wit, the press release. FedEx Cup champion Patrick Cantley voted 2021 PGA Tour Player of the Year. The PGA Tour announced today that FedEx Cup champion Patrick Cantley has... like. Why is that the modifier? Is that because that's all that we're putting our hat on now? And it's not player of the year. Like, player, are we going from season? Are we going to the wraparound? And, and Ryan Balaji, I think Eric Patterson pointed out, you know, these, this award and the PGA of America basically overlapped every single year. I think since they both started in the early 80s. And this is now three years in a row that they've diverged. The PGA yeah. of America, which is based on like a, I think it's an objective measure. It's it's you know just you know what the the last three award winners have in common? They won majors. No, they won. Or the they won FedEx the FedEx on the PGA Tour. Yeah, the PGA Tour won. They won the FedEx Cup. When did that When did that recent FedEx Cup FedEx deal get re-inked? And that's that's what I would wonder. I think it it's probably was right around the time of the last three winners. Yeah, and they, you know, the pot bonus pool went to even more money and astronomical amounts of cash. I, I don't know. It just the award doesn't. These awards don't mean anything. The rookie of the year. It's like, I mean, Zalatoris wins. It's like giving. It's not. This is an apples to apples comparison. But who's like the best? Who's the Heisman favorite? Spencer Rattler. 
Oklahoma quarterback. He's going to win NFL Rookie of the Year this year. It's like just giving him Rookie of the Year. The guy is not a member of the league, or is he? I mean, Rattler is not. It's not an analogous. It's not perfectly analogous because Zalatoris showed up at actual events and played. But you told them he wasn't good enough for your playoffs. He wasn't good enough to be a member yeah. of your league. This is insane. But he's good enough to be Rookie of the Year. He couldn't vote for Cantlay or Rom or anybody. He just won Rookie of the Year. He had no vote. Like all the other players, that's my other thing. Like, it's just, it's so, it's really a tough week for their award system. Not that maybe it's the biggest news or it matters, but hey, it like, just, let's try it, not it just to make them a farce to be, if we can to try. Be an absurd organization that conflicts itself at every turn and just, it, it just is a laughing stock of anybody that actually knows golf. You know, that's and, the thing. It's, it's just a joke. Like, the whole thing's a joke. The uh, so the new FedEx Cup deal got signed that got announced May 9th, the twenty seventeen. So the only one that wasn't the FedEx Cup winner since the deal was signed was Brooks Kepka, which would have been absolutely insane if he didn't nah. win in 2017, 2018. It would have been like I mean, this one would would have paled in comparison. Right. So, and the other thing, and last issue with it, it's like the voting is not made public. It's secretive for reasons that remain secretive. Unclear. Everything is secretive. You don't need to tell, like, the players. You could just give us the tally. Like, give us something. What were the percentages? It makes no sense for that to be hidden. Everybody, every voting results, we learn It's also, everywhere. like, the only, Election- only uh, awards voted on by players. Right. Which means their agents just... Check it off. It just doesn't seem like it's a FedEx Cup award at this point, and that's all it is. And I, you know, is it the biggest deal? No, but it can matter. Well, I think down it the just. Line. I think it just points to it, it. Nothing should be historically based off of the FedEx Cup or the PGA Tours uh, award system. Those should just okay. be moot points, and we should just not recognize them as real things. But just That's, to be clear here, cut and dry, right? John Rahm was the best player in the world. Yeah, he was the best player in the world of golf this year, without a okay. doubt. I mean, okay. uh, one, I, I can't remember who pointed it out, but like the, it, it might have been you. Most compelling case, one of the most compelling cases is how Rahm beat Cantlay at all six of the Super Seasons majors. Every single one of them, Rahm finished higher than him. And that, I think like that's kind of the 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 black mark on uh you know the, on Cantlay's season like the the major performance is the major performance like he can't yeah. be player of the year for me if you he literally did nothing he was never a factor in any major you can't be player of the year if you don't factor in any any of the of the important events of the year and there's a million what ifs but yeah, I hate raining on Cantlay's parade because he had a no, great year, right? It's not, I like it's Cantlay not, too. To, like, to, to, I think he's got really the award great system comments. is different than debasing Cantlay. There's two things can be. He had an awesome ahead. year. It was a career year for Patrick Cantlay. It was a great yeah. year. Like, if I was saying one of the five best seasons on the PGA Tour, Patrick Cantlay is in there. You know, I don't think yeah. I, I don't even think he had the second best season on the PGA Tour. To be completely honest, who was second best? I, I'm not even Morikawa. sure. Yeah, Morikawa. probably I'd go Morikawa. Yeah. yeah, like I would go Morikawa if, if I was gonna like because like Cantley didn't do shit in the play in the in the majors like that. That has to matter. 
And I think that's what matters for the PGA Player of the Year more so than than it does for this uh, this PGA Tour Player of the Year. But that would make sense. I, I guess that makes sense. For the PGA Tour Player of the Year, the only thing that matters are the pointless tournaments, the 50 pointless tournaments, like, that really, like, probably should be about 10 tournaments. Yeah. Right. I get through this miracle, like, six-hole playoff with Bryson that gets him his win and gets him this two-shot lead. And that's the difference between, like, it's kind of crazy. It's like an hour in Baltimore... And it's boom, player of the year. That that kind of delivers it. Of course, he made a lot of shots before that and after that. But like that really was the linchpin to the whole thing. Um, all right, moving on. Let's get on with it. Rom can get back on the horse this week. Uh, you know, you I know, would. I his- might. I might vote Louie over over Cantlay, just for his <laughs> major performances. Well, we know that's not happening with the way FedEx, you know, has their thumb on the scale of this award now. You know. Uh, by the way, I sent the Billy Boy uh, bobblehead the other day. I walked into the UPS store with it. It says FedEx Cup all over it. The cashier was looking at me askance. He was not happy. I was bringing FedEx branded uh, paraphernalia they... into their store. He was not happy. So I'm glad you sent it via UPS. That's going to uh, Kyle Hardwick, winner of the Rocket Bucket. All right, let's move on. Rom can get back on the horse. For reasons unbeknownst to me, he's playing this week at the Fortnite Championship. I I have no... I should have researched this. I'm just going to guess that uh, Mickelson's agency, Steve Loy, like the big group that they run, is somehow involved with this event and organizing it. I know they organize. They run the one in Detroit or were... Like, agencies run this game. I mean, as much arrows as the, as the Ponte Vedra get, and we just gave it to a shot a few there... The agents are the one. If you're not happy with pro golf, the agencies run this. They, you know, not, for better or worse, they run it. I would imagine that has something to do with it, or maybe Rom just wants reps. I don't know. I didn't research it. I probably should have. But he's playing at the Fortnite Championship at the Silverado Resort and Spa in Napa, California. How it big is, do you think the Fortnite tent is? Do you? That's number one of the three things that I have to watch. So real, real talk. Is it Fortinet or Fortinet? Like is it like French? I would assume it's some it's Fortinet, Fortinet Championship. It's gonna be known here as the Fortnite Championship forever. Uh, this is Thursday to Sunday, Silverado Resort and Spa, Napa, par 72, 7100 yards. The home of Johnny Miller. Purse is seven million. Defending champ is Stuart Sink. Not competing this week because he has a wedding or something for one of his kids. I saw I think Justin Ray because this is two years in a row that the defending champ has not shown up because Cam Champ was, you know, prepping for Wingfoot, I think, this time last year. Uh, Stuart Sink will not be there. Notables, Chuck Hoffman, Matt Kuchar, Mark Leishman, Hideki, Phil Mickelson, Kevin Na, John Rahm, Webb Simpson, Will Zalatoris, the new member, finally earned his way into the... Into well, that's uh, number two. How, how does okay. Will, Will Zalatoris handle membership? You know, is there more pressure? All of a sudden, he's a member. He has all these voting rights. He has all these, you know, new luxuries that weren't afforded to him last year when he made his Cinderella-like run. You know, can Will Zalatoris perform as a member like he did as a non-member? All right. 
That's a whole new world out there, right? This is this ain't the this ain't intramurals. This is the Big Twelve, as Dan Hawkins once said. It's just a new game. It's, um, I mean, they're, they're smart though to hold them out of the playoffs. It's kind of like the Bears holding the fields out. You know, he's clearly better. <laughs> he's clearly worthy of being in there. But you want to just hold them out. It's you know maybe Matt Nagy's getting some advice from PGA Tour HQ. Maybe that's something I didn't think about. When, I, when I've been thinking about the, the Bears quarterback situation. Certainly plausible. Yeah, he's got a direct line down to the drawbridge operator, and he knows what's up. All right, that, maybe that's true. Um, all right, so this is uh, this is prime time golf for our, us East Coast elites, as you say. I'm always biased to the Eastern time zone. It is on uh, uh, Thursday through Sunday, six to nine p.m. Eastern. There is there is PGA Tour Live. You're paying for that monthly. You you get a little bit of that. Sometimes that always doesn't show up in the fall. Uh, featured groups are Zalatoris, Snedeker, Leishman, Matsuyama, Kucher, Swafford, Rom, Homa, and Kim. That's a that's a efficient syllable. Max Homa, John Rom, Siwoo, Kim. Lot, really limited letters in that group. And then Phil Mickelson, Cameron Champ. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin Tway is He's a p- past champion. This is his so is year. Brendan Steele this twice. Is what year. does that matter? This oh is his God. year. He's coming back. He's getting the five wins. Hey, how many foul balls, 350 yards are in that group? Phil, Champ, and Tway. Like 300 plus foul balls just hitting it all over the park in that, in that three, threesome. So. I'll tell you what, tw- Gaines is, Gaines is uh, rounding into form. God, I didn't think he'd ever be in PJ Thrill Live again. How about that? Man, he had a rough um, last year. <laughs> How? Uh, oh, whatever. We'll talk about it another time. He's we don't missed, need to get into a Gaines segment. He's what? missed 24 of his last uh, 37 starts. Jeez. That's not oh. good. <laughs> Do you have other things to watch for the Fortnite championship? Well, obviously, it's the first start for so many guys. I, uh, I, you know, first official start as members. Yes. You know, for so many guys that, uh, you know, probably dreamed their whole life of playing on the PGA Tour. Something I thought that I saw that was really cool. Nick Hardy's dad posted uh, a note that Nick wrote to him when he was in fourth grade, writing uh, about how cool. he wanted to go play golf and how he, he, he wanted to be on the PGA tour. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's a, uh, it's a cool, cool thing for a lot of these guys whose dreams are realized or for guys like, uh, Scott, uh, Scott, I can't pronounce his last Gusheski. name. Gusheski. Gusheski. Yeah. <laughs> Getting back there and not knowing if you ever got back. So, you know, obviously, one of the big things with with the way the PGA Tour system is designed is designed to protect the members that have been there. So, right. if you're one of these new guys, a big part of keeping your card is getting off to a good start. So that's just something to watch in general with all the all the rookies. Is getting off to a good start is what gets you up in the reshuffle and the priority rankings and gets you starts later in the year because when it comes around time of you know, really, now it's not no longer the middle of the season. It's uh, you know, it, it's not like the middle of the summer anymore. But like it's it's the February, uh, March, April time in the West Coast swing. You're not going to get any starts. It's it's really no. hard if you get off to a bad start and then you can't get starts to ever recover from it. You know. Yep. 
Yep. So this fall is critical. I mean, once the calendar flips to 2022, you got a lot of invitationals, you know, a lot of WGCs, just and a lot of the top guns show up and play, and the spots start to dwindle. So you're right. All right. So that's uh, Sahit Tagala. Somebody, of course, all these guys have played in like PGA Tour events before, you know, whether not it's a sponsor's exemption. Not all of them, but many, many of them. Like Nick Hardy's played in the PGA Tour event, but yeah, now he's like official card carrying member. So uh, very exciting and, and critical to get get on your horse here right out of the gate. All right. What else you got? There's always like an exciting finish seemingly here. It always, I feel like it always, the, the battle for, do you think they keep, they're keeping the jug as the... Is the the wine barrel? The is wine the, barrel as oh. the trophy. I think so. I mean, they, they Safeway had it's no association with wine, and yeah, they yeah. What was it for fries? It was probably like a electric, you know, keyboard or something, or a t- television, some sort of electronics. But yeah, no, they, I think they got to keep that as the trophy. They have Title to. Sponsor right? be damned. Yeah. All right. So that's anything oh, else to quad, watch. Quad Cummings is in the in the Quad Cummings. I saw that. I saw that. Duncan. How did Burley how did, did Duncan keep his card? Yes. He's uh I was looking at How's that Bill today. Haas in the field? Didn't, oh he's using like a, a career money, I'm I think. sure. God. I think it's a career money deal for him. So Yeah, there's some interesting ways into it. So What do you do if if you're out there and and you shoot seventy eight first round, what do you do? Are you going straight to the vineyards? It is one of those, I mean. It's going straight to Smith Devereaux's uh, tasting room. Perhaps. That might be the way to go. If you're, you know, when in Rome, this is one of those, I think you, you got to take advantage of the local fare and scenery. You might as well. You don't get this every week. So, um, The Wizards in the field. TPJ. Duncan is in for being a tournament winner in the past two seasons. Oh, RSM two years yeah. ago or something. Three years. Right? I think that's the thing is all the the win exemptions are actually like three years from because that one year because of COVID. Yeah, oh, just can't can't pull the pull the uh, rug out from an, under any of these guys. <laughs> Again, limited. What were their What were their kids do? That's right. That's right. What would they ever do? Okay, is that it for three things to watch? I can't remember well, how I've many. Given like five already. All right, I didn't. I, I can't keep up. Um, all right, I don't think one and done is a thing yet. That starts in the calendar. Year. All right, we, we I was going to take Dowie. <laughs> no, you weren't. No, you weren't. No, come on. Dowie's <laughs> probably already got one leg back on the corn ferry tour. If we're being honest, come on. He's already he's been in Napa all week. He's ready to go back down to Corn Ferry Tour. Damn, two gloves uh, is an all, on the alternate list. He's lingering. Why? How I don't could know. He be? The Dutch all boy right. too. Dick Johnson. The alternate list is pretty scary here. Bermuda's <laughs> going to be an all timer. Yeah, that's well, going to be the all time field. Well, you got an added wrinkle this year. Yeah, the vaccination. Yeah. yeah. You gotta be vaccinated. I heard about this a couple, couple months ago, actually. And you get the Bitcoin boy frothing at the mouth on Instagram, talking about he's he's unvaxxed and you know free and untainted. I don't know. He's just so Bitcoin boy. That's one of his few 
few opportunities to play, but he's not going. He feels like, you know, it's the tyranny of having to be vaccinated to go to play golf in Bermuda is not worth it. So, uh, yeah, it could make some even more field wrinkles go deeper down the list. All right, continuing on schedule of the week. LPJ Tour, we have the Cambia Portland Classic. This is Thursday through Sunday at the Oregon Golf Club in West Lynn. Par 72, 64, 78 yards. Purse is a puny, I would say. 1.4 million. The defending champ is Georgia Hall, who is not playing. Notables are Brittany Altamare, Carlota Saganda, Hannah Green, Brooke Henderson, Aria Jutanagar, and Jin Yun Ko, Jennifer Cupshow, Jun Yun Lee Six, Stacey Lewis, Angel Yin. TV schedule Thursday through Sunday, 3 to 6. So that gets a pretty primo spot, I guess. They're, you know, ahead of Napa. Three to six Thursday through Sunday. Uh, this is usually a classic. Of, like, Portland usually shows up. Yeah. I know they had to move courses from, I can't remember the old place. It was uh, Edge, Edgewood or Edgewater. Edge, Edgewater. It was the no, no, Columbia. That's, that's Columbia. The, yes, that's right. Columbia, Edgewood. Edge. Columbia, Edgewood. Something yeah. like that. Edgewater is where they have the Tahoe thing, right? Uh, but yeah, there was some weird, I don't know, there was like a homelessness encampment or something. So they moved it to the Oregon Golf Club. Uh, this is, but Portland shows up. This is a long-running event in the area, uh, and this is their first event since Carnoustie, right? It's been a few weeks on the LPGA. This is a big week for the LPGA with the announcement they're getting strokes gain stats. What an awesome, what an awesome thing. You know, that's going to help. I, I think it's just going to help a ton for coverage of, of LPGA. It's going to allow to understand uh, players' games beyond like just the status quo stats that you know for a while, for forever, were antiquated for the PGA Tour. You know, getting that that uh, getting those data boys able to get in there and dig in. It's big. I I gotta say, I just hope they keep the stats hole in one leaders for the year, and everybody's had one. Because rarely do you have more than one person have one in a year. That was one of their top stats on their stats page. Leaders in hole-in-ones. There's just 20 women who've all had one. Um, all right. Uh, continuing on with our schedule for the week. European tour. We have the Dutch Open. Thursday through Sunday at the Bernardes. Dutch Open. Dutch boy. Ricky Barnes should be the honorary chairman of this. The Dutch Boy show, uh, Open. Bernardus Golf, Kromvort, Kromvort, the Netherlands. Par 72, 7,400 yards. Purse is 1 million euro. Defending champ is Sergio Garcia from 2019. He is not playing. He's probably on his way to, I don't know. Or if he's not already there, he's maybe in Austin going to uh, Whistling Straits. Notables, Brandon Grace, Justice Harding, Sam Horsfield, Eust Luton, Graham McDowell is playing, Thomas Peters, and Rory Sabatini. I saw he was at the Slovak Open. We have a medalist, an Olympic medalist in the field. He's playing in the Dutch Open. Um, it's a, short, it's a short puddle jumper from uh, from Slovakia. Bratislava. Yeah, he's over there. He was like a dignitary for the Slovak Open. Uh, TV schedule is 7.30 to 12.30 and 7 to 11.30 on the weekend. So you got coffee golf if you so if you're so inclined for that this weekend. And then last but not least, on the PGA Tour Champions, we have the Sanford International in Minnehaha, CC, Sioux Falls, par 70, 6,700 yards. What are you giggling about? The length for Moreau. 
Minnehaha. You like this one. <laughs> Purse, 1.8 million. Defending champ is Miguel Angel Jimenez. Notables, Alex Cheka, Couples, Els, Furek, Goosen, Jimenez, Kelly, Monty, VJ, Stricker, and Toms. Stricker's in uh, South Dakota, huh? He's just he's not going to stay in Wisconsin just for the whole month, camping out. Uh, that is, appears to be a streaming. Thank God. Streaming on Friday and Saturday. Tape-delayed coverage from 9.30 to 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you've been waiting all day for Sunday night and you don't want to watch Sunday night football, you could watch tape-delayed Sanford International from Sioux Falls. I don't even know what the Sunday night football game is, but you know we could maybe come up with an alternate theme song for Sunday night tape-delayed champions tour. Uh, that's your schedule for the week. I would be remiss uh, if we didn't also note that the... Uh, Women's senior amateur is ongoing. This will maybe over by the time you're listening to it. I think the finals are Wednesday. We have Lara Tennant against Ellen Defending Port. Defending champ against Ellen Port, who's been who's, sweeping the know, golf world by storm. Seven-time USGA champion, you know, has, has yeah, still playing the US Women's Open and all that. So, Ellen Port. Um, all right, so that, Event that's Event of the ongoing. week is uh, the National Hickory Open. Yes. I saw you had a man on the ground. Garrett was out there. Garrett was feeding me some intel. One of our one of our shotgunners has uh, has captured the title. Lead Tape well, Chronicles. Andrew Van Lasso, the player. Lasso, Lasso. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not good at pronunciations. He captured the Hickory title. How about that? Unbelievable. Said, the U.S. Said, Hickory. Open. Garrett says he's just a delightful, delightful guy. Yes. Yes. We've said he was happy to, happy to chat. He came over and uh, introduced himself at mid-round when he saw Garrett's fried egg logo. And uh, happy to be interviewed walking down the fairway, unlike players like Justin Thomas. Oh, yeah. I like that. Class up at the Class. Hickory Open. Fantastic. Accommodating to the press. How about that? The Hickory Open. Very, Not getting too big for their britches. I exactly. Like I you got to appreciate a guy that takes time out of his schedule to talk to the media, unlike a certain thick player. Boy. Unlike He's a certain thick boy with wrecked hands. Should we get you to talk that about news? That? Yeah, that's next. I have it right. That's a segue. That's a professional segue. Talking Can to the I press. Can I ask you? Do you think he cares more about the uh, Ryder Cup or the long drive? And this question should one hundred percent be asked at the Ryder Cup. I think he cares more about the long drive deep down. I, I think do he too. cares more about not, you know, embarrassing himself or being competitive at that than he does whatever happens at the Ryder Cup. Now, would he like to play well at the Ryder Cup? Would he like to do well at the Ryder Cup? I think yes. Um, but I just feel like there's other times to pick and choose to do the long drive dabbling and experiment they've got a lot of those long drive events i had the the week after i know he's gonna take a lot of heat for it look there have been the 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 history of americans being either you know half in half out ambivalent towards this is long uh, towards the Ryder cup and it's especially there are many examples in this sort of i don't know 1997 onward 
era of guys, and even the highest at the game, you know, Tiger Woods. Now, Tiger would tell you at this point, he regrets the way he approached it, you know, at this point in his career. Duvall might do the same. Uh, Brooksy had some quotes today, too, that in a digest interview that... They got a common bond now. Yeah. I just, I, I think he cares a lot more about the long drive, to answer your question. What do you think? I agree. I think that he cares way more about the long drive. And who knows, this... This is, uh, it's wild. The speed training, all this. This is, uh. He's like blacking out from speed training. He's dicking around with two different golf balls. His hands are mush. I just, it doesn't seem, if you're reading that on your team, you're like, what the hell, man? And this is like, I want to make a real sincere point about Bryson. It's not profound. It's very basic. Like, I watched him up close, in person in Baltimore. I was like. Holy shit. Like, he is so good. At, and maybe that was like a, an outlier. He's, I mean, he's crushing the ball and keeping it so far up the fairway. It would be such a joy to root him on in a team event. It'd be such an asset in a team event and otherwise if it didn't come with all the baggage. It's so much of the bullshit and the nonsense and the character around it. Really watching him up close and and like getting to see it and forget about all the other stuff was like I don't know. There were just so many moments I was walking out where I was sort of like my jaw was on the floor. Like God, he is so good. He is so so good. And I know that's not a profound statement. It's nothing new. But we just forget about that so much. And, and it could have been such a. Maybe it still will be. Maybe it maybe well, he could be. I was like, if he's like this in the Ryder Cup, he's gonna kick everyone's ass. Here's but, the thing, too. is It's just never going to be a normal week with Bryson DeChambeau. It right. seems like every single week he tees it up, there's something else. And he's the one that's stirring this all up. Yeah. Like, he's the one that yeah. felt it necessary to share about his speed training and his hands and everything. Like, well, this is I don't know if it's necessary. It might have been part of the deal he's got with the outlet, you know, with his, his yeah, playing his, editor or whatever. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. so that's his monthly piece of... Contribution. I have no idea, but yeah, he did. So it'll never be normal. But this is the thing. This is where everybody like made, you know, Brooks and him were both acting like children. But like this is proof that Bryson brings a lot of this criticism on himself. Like he didn't have to tell everybody about this. Like (laughs) I'm happy he did, (laughs) but he's now getting criticized. And I don't know if he necessarily deserves to be criticized. Like. I can I can understand his his desire to be like one of the best. Like you know, think about Bo Jackson when he was trying to play football and baseball. Like if he had focused on one, would he have been better at one of them, at, at either of them? Probably yes. But like he's trying to do something that nobody's done, and I can actually kind of respect that, you know, to a certain degree. But like you're bringing this criticism on yourself by being an idiot. And how what the way you talk about it? Yeah, like he, all the speed training stuff could have come out after the Ryder Cup. Right, right. Like it didn't now need I, to come out the week before. And this is all goes to the like, you know, there's a lot of like different theories on the Ryder Cup, the European team, the American team. Like, frankly, <laughs> this is not a good thing the week before the Ryder Cup because like. If he plays bad, everybody's going to point to this, and it's like just another example of an American being selfish, 
to a la Phil switching equipment the week before Ryder Cup years ago. Like, yeah. this is, or Patrick Reed, you know, taking the team down in flames with him, you know, or like, there's always this drama. Remember in France, there was the Paulina DJ drama. Like, yeah. there's, there, it just never, they never go in without the boat being like rocking. Before yeah. they get into the Ryder Cup, and this is just Brooks. Brooks and him did it again. Like we yeah. go into the Ryder Cup, and there's all these question marks beyond just the already everybody hates each other aspect of this team. Is now they have these people. There's like, well, it's like, can Brooks even play golf? Like nobody knows. Who could say? Who could say? Can Brooks play next week? Who could say? He doesn't yeah. seem to know because he's probably not even practicing. You know, then you got Bryson, speed training, blacking out, you know, throwing up, hands of mush. Like, how is that going to impact <laughs> his ability to hit a golf ball straight enough that a teammate could play foursomes with him? You know, um, who could say? Yeah, and here's Should, Brooks. The- and then Billy Boy could be just taking r- runs at everybody from the cheap sheet- seats all week. You got Kevin Knott, the Fortnite, you know, he's playing, grinding out in Napa. So who knows what his availability is. Here's Brooksy. Um, it, just because we've cited him. It's different. It's hectic on the Ryder Cup being different. This is from GolfDigest.com. I thought a fascinating interview, or the magazine, I should say. You, li- you would like it. There's some good stuff about design, which you always, you talk about how Doak was sort of floored, right? When he started working with... Uh, Working with them at on Houston, like yeah, you didn't know what to expect with Brooksy. There's some really interesting stuff about design and how length doesn't. Um, I'm not gonna not lie, gonna do it. I haven't. I've only read the excerpts that were screenshotted yeah. and put on Twitter. Um, yeah. I haven't. Yeah. Uh, I haven't read dove into the entire piece, but I read the stuff that people felt was very shareable. So I'm surprised yeah. that the design stuff wasn't. I. You know, I thought it's, that it's, was- it's right at the top. It's interesting. He talks about you know St. George's. I think the eleventh. He's like it was hardest when it was short. Like the short, like you know, make the guys length is never going to be the answer. Anyways, interesting read all around. But here he is on the Ryder Cup. It's different. It's hectic. It's a bit odd. If I'm honest, I don't want to say it's a bad week. We're just so individualized, and everybody has their routine, a different way of doing things. And now it's like okay, we have a meeting at this time, or go do this, or go do that. You get the point. He's like. He's like, I have my own very personalized routine for majors. It's worked for me, but this time we got to do photo shoots and team meetings, and we got to congregate here and do this, even during the matches. Uh, I think at one point he says, There's no time to decompress. Um, I think he said, like, sports, team sports just may not be in my DNA. It's just maybe not my DNA, the team sports thing. I'd love to represent my country, but so I don't know. There's. It's probably not a sentiment you'd hear from anyone on the European side, right? And it, it, he's honest. He's being honest about it um, and why it maybe doesn't work when they get all these highly, you know, average world ranking is like nine and it just still doesn't matter. Um, we'll see how it goes next week. But between that and Bryson... Do you know, think um, about how many, how many of the spotlights we did that um, golfers that reveled in the fact that they, they, they didn't like... Um, team sports because they had to rely on others, and that's why they got they fell like they fell in love with golf was that they got to do it all on their own, you know, and nobody right. else was to play. Right. But that's a common trait among great golfers 
And I think that's one of the things is they're the most selfish human beings in the world. Right. And but it, it's not surprising that this is kind of the same thing. Like, as, as different as Bryson and Brooks are, they kind of are the same people. They're very selfish, self-centered people. And that's one yeah. thing, you know, he was very open, which you appreciate the authenticity and the openness of the conversation. But, like, at the end, you you know, from from the team remarks, you, you read it and you're like, one week a year, you can't put that aside. That, you know, kind of points yep. to, like, and, and I always believe that, you know, those, you know, the, the best players are the most selfish ones. I, hey, I, I, it may not be what you want to hear as like a rah-rah fan, but I'd rather him say this than yes. say like, oh, there's nothing better than representing my country, which, you know, maybe that may be true for some, but it may be true, not true for all, but they all seem to say it like that in that same refrain. Um, it's interesting. I, I, I think probably JT, Spieth, they like love it. They love having teammates thriving in it, and Brooksy just doesn't, so... I wonder who they're going to pair, these two guys. Uh, Brooksy may not play. Who knows? There was all this sleuthing of, you know, the, the hype videos that the Ryder Cup released, and he wasn't there. So who knows if he'll even be there. But, but it's just interesting. We'll talk about pairings, obviously, plenty over the next 10 days or so on the RV ride up, I suppose. Um, all right. I don't have much else. You have anything else you want to get off your chest? Uh, not really. You're excited about the Fortnite championship? You know, I am. I, uh, I, I was thinking they should hold Ryder Cup picks back another week because you get a, the world number one. You don't know who's going to be number one, new number one in the FedEx Cup. Feels like that should be the, that guy should be on the team. What if it's like Hideki or somebody like that? Then you can't. That's fine. But then, yeah, you're not really giving him a shot. You, I mean, you could have Gaines on the team. You could have Steely. Brendan Steele, two-time winner out in Napa. That's Daniel right. Chopra, you know. <laughs> I guess he's Swedish, right? He'd be on the European team. Yeah, I think that's right. Swedish. Okay. Everyone did enjoy. You see Westy, your- did you see Westy's hype video? I, I mean, I saw it. I didn't watch it. I saw that it was posted, but I didn't watch it. Why? What, what are your takeaways from that? He's just a legend. It's just It made my morning. I saw it. Got me extra excited to attack the day, attack the big drive I had because West. I was thinking about the legendary things that Westy's done in the Ryder Cup. That's not going to go well for Westy, I don't think. The way uh, I don't know, maybe who knows? If if Bixby could get us a rush shipment of uh, of Westy Island, could change change the whole course of the competition. We should get the five pound bag and just say, here, take it to the team room. You can have these fresh beans from Rusty Island all week. Maybe it's the fuel for the European side. Who knows? All right. Everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll be back with you on Friday. Maybe a little NFL chatter or season long over-unders. We'll see. Talk to you then. Maybe Kevin wants to join for both. Get yeah, a third person in the in the in the mix for the over unders. I think I got shellacked another year. Another year, another shellacking. All right. We'll talk to you then.